Time now to cross to SEN track analyst Dino Watling. Uh, visit DeanWatling.com for all his exclusive tips. Are you there, Dino? Yeah, afternoon, fellas. A pleasure. Two times in one week. I must have done something right. Mate, you did everything right. Um, first of all, update. How'd you go in the hotel room on your own? What was the outcome? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was good. I took your advice and... Got the blinds down, good and yeah, it was, it was a good, good afternoon man. watching the cup and the rest of the race. So I might have to write a, a blog on how to how to go to Melbourne and do the Melbourne Cup right. Now, uh, it, has it been a good carnival? Have you done lots of these carnivals, and can you rank it for us? Oh, it has been a good carnival. Uh, Pocket-wise to myself, it's been a little bit tricky, but mm. coming out on top, I would rank it oh, probably one of the better ones. Crowds, races, I think everyone's back on the bandwagon of racing at the moment, so I think it'd be right up there, um, probably top one or two for me. Fashion's a field, wasn't it, yesterday, Dino? It was. Oaks Day out there, so I think they got 56,000 odd there. It would have been um, yeah, plenty of uh, nice ladies and gentlemen in the parade ring getting around. So um, big crowd. It's been a good week too, Melbourne-wise, uh, for the weather. So everyone's out and about. Um, big crowd, Oaks Day. Zardozzi, um saluted in the Oaks, a feature on the event. But yeah, it's been a big week and it continues on. Big day Saturday, probably uh, one of the biggest days. There is Champions Day. Absolutely. Now, uh, can you give us your top rides of this carnival so far? And we're talking about the horse riding. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> well, you didn't. I'm glad you clarified. No, because Dino, really it could be cycling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Melbourne Cup. What, what, what cycling? Well, just you never know. <laughs> you never know. There'd be a tour to Spain or something going on. Anyway, top rides of the carnival thus far, please, Dino. Oh, glad we clarify. We're talking about uh, rides across the, the Melbourne car. All yes. three rides do come from down in Melbourne. Probably the pick of them. Well, we'll start from three and work our way up to one. Number three, um, Bo Mertens on Cox Plate Day, Skybird in the Phillies Classic. Uh, Cox Plate and Moody Valley is a little bit tricky to get around that track. Um, short straights, so you've got to bide your time and you need a lot of luck. His ride was perfect on Skybird, um, saved all the ground back at the insides, the gaps opened up and he had a filly who has a turn of foot and he exploded through the ride, simply won the race. I think that's what deserves to be um, number three. Number two, Pride of Jenny. Front running rides don't often get the accolades they deserve. It looks a lot better if you go back to last and weave your way through and um, get to the line, but front running rides are often the best ones on the data. Um, the one I speak of is Pride of Jenny, Declan Bates. Um, horse who's really tough up on speed he just let him up in a big clip and they couldn't catch him and number one thought the ride in the cup was superb gate 16 for without a fight mark zara found himself back off the speed on the rails pulled out the right time joe Moreira was in behind him he took the wrong gaps while mark zara extended on without a fight and won the melbourne cup probably the best uh, melbourne cup ride i've ever seen in my time so big time jockey big time horse and they're my three uh, good rides of the cup now to look forward Dean, to some more racing, we need to look back. We need to be reflective to pick up some more future winners. Um, are there any horses that stand out to mind that you've got in that little black book of yours? I'm only going to put Shiraz in there for one. Have you got any others? Yeah, I like Shiraz. I think it uh, might be public enemy number one. I think it knocked a lot of people out of the trifectas, but it's a good horse. I often don't see horses like that over those sort of trips, so keep that one in the back pocket. Three that I want to follow out of the, the meeting, Blue Stratum. Went around in the Mario Beyond trial on Tuesday. Um, hit the front a long way out. 
sort of wobbled late, didn't know what to do, and got nailed on the um, line there. But I think that horse, follow it over the next couple of weeks, back around the bend, I think it'll be hard to beat. And Floxy Cleopatra, really good. Bustin' and Young are flying at the moment. This horse was first up. So a lot of these horses have had their grand finals and probably hard to hollow, but uh, follow. But Floxy Cleopatra, look first, second up. Stable's going good and comes out of the strong rating Hong Kong Jockey Club stake. So they're the two. It's a bit of a hard time of the year to follow horses in regards to most of them have their grand finals, but I think them two and your one, two, Sock, we can follow those three moving forward. Very, very good. Uh, now, Dino, finally, tips for tomorrow at Flemington. Um, Sock was saying wear comfortable shoes. Um, and uh, you Let's were saying sun cream, weren't you, Brooksy? Yes, or zinc. Or zinc. Have you got mm. any for us, Dino? Yeah, it's a tricky way to end the day. The rail's going to be out a long way. What I would say is try to back horses that are drawn off the inside, just purely in the fact that the inside's been copying it over the last uh, three or four weeks. Um, first bet of the day comes up, race two, number five, Parasail. Short enough now, what I would say is to probably back this horse on the tote. I think it's too short now. I'm going to have a saver in that race too. Pakari Kari, the six. It's a horse who misses the start. There's a lot wrong, but down the straight at Flemington's probably the place that you can miss the start and run over the top. So I'm going to be playing both those horses in race two. Um, we go to race five, number 13, Osmos. I think we backed this horse last start at Mooney Valley. Just jarred up on the dry track. The track has got a little bit of sting out, up to 2,000 metres. Timmy Clark brought out some bot. I think that's a nice profile. So race five, number 13. And the big bet of the afternoon, I've said it's probably the best bet of the carnival down there in Melbourne. Race six, number eight, Imperatrees um, oh. in the Tangerine. It's about $2. I know it's not... Huge odds, but Sock, I think she's... Sorry, Dino. Well, Sock's getting upset here, mate. The, it your... is the best bet, but it's... I mean, it's $2. That's pretty good. What was it, right? $1.40 last time it ran, Dino, wasn't it? Imperatrice? With yeah, I think about $1.30, I think it started. I think they're all scared away at the Valley. I know, yeah, $2 doesn't seem like a big price, but when this horse has been running oh. around it, sort of $1.30 odds, and now we get $2. Everyone's sort of knocking it, saying it's the first time down the straight. I just love its profile. I think the way it races, it's on pace pattern, uh, tactical speed. I think it will explode there. So $2 about a horse who probably should be $1.30 for that Mooney Valley. That's my cup of tea. Might be not be others, but you can throw it in a multi as well. Very, very good. Will you be going out to Flemington tomorrow, Dino? No, I'm back in Sydney. Back I in flew Sydney. home ooh, Wednesday. So um, I had my Stinkcox plate day, um, a couple of other meetings. So not well and truly um, race out at the moment. Can I ask, Dino, particularly watching the big race days that you've watched down in Melbourne, who's who do you think is the best jockey at the moment? Jay, J-Mac got up yesterday. We're seeing sort of it spread across the field. Is there anyone that if you're just looking at jockeys that I should be following and saying, wow, they've really uh, step up a year? Yeah, well, J-Mac's the obvious one, but the, the issue with him is he's so well found in the market. So he starts sort of at 50 cents or a dollar shorter just because he's on. I think the two big ones in Melbourne are Blake Shin and Mark Zara. They're big-time jockeys. Maybe not Mark Zara. He might be a little bit dusty after an Open Cup win, but Blake Shin, he's as hungry as ever. He's probably, oh, I'd say, form at the moment. He's probably the best jockey in Australia, um, Melbourne-wise, definitely. So he's the one to keep an eye on in the last day. He'll be hungry. He probably hasn't rode a feature winner yet. So I think he's the one to follow across the Flemington meeting there. And obviously, J-Mac, he's, he's elite. Um, he's always hungry. Very good. Dino, what's on for tonight, mate? You got anything exciting happening? 
No, no, relaxing. Actually, I've got to do a bit of form. What's tomorrow? I've got to do Armadale form for Sunday. So I'll be on the couch doing Why a little not? bit of Armadale form. The blinds will be up tonight. Nothing too much going on. Okay. <laughs> what does form look like? Do you go through some VHSs of them training in the mountain yard and sort of <laughs> just. <VHSs. laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. VHSs. <laughs> well, like the old yeah. plays of back in the day, just putting the old VHS in on, on Imperatries and watching it. Yeah. What, what does it look like form wise? Yeah, for, oh, I've got a bit of a structure, so I've got a, a database that I sort of go through. So I start with just a speed map, figure out what the speed's going to do in the race, who's going to land where, where the horses are suited, sort of the track data, so where you actually want to be in the races. So Flemington example, you want to sort of get to the outside fence, so probably give a couple of horses the tick. Then you just go through the ratings, figure out who can win, who can't win. You normally narrow it down to two or three like that. And then I'm a big replays guy, so I learn a lot more off visually watching the horses rather than reading numbers. So... Go through that. I write it all down on hand, uh, pen and paper. It goes into my head a lot more. And then from there, figure out if I'm happy enough to price the race and figure out if the horse has got enough juice in the price or if it's too short and go through there. So it, it becomes a routine, but um, yeah, everyone sort of does it different. That's the way I sort of do it. So a touch more than a VHS. Is what, <laughs> is, yeah. It's what, what we're learning. <laughs> Just a touch. But... The best thing about the game is I can do all that form and then come up with zero and you and Sock can sit back and pick pick names and, pick and colours. colours and probably beat them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, very good. Hey, thanks for joining us thanks, again, mate. Dino. Go well on the weekend, mate. Cheers, legends. Good luck. Thank you. SEN track analyst Dean Watling there. You can visit deanwatling.com for all his exclusive tips. Catch Dino on Giddy Up with Gareth Hall weekdays on SEN track.